Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. My guest today is Jason Sircone. His consulting agency wants to educate people on the best way to leverage their podcast. Podcasts are our generation's best lead generation tool and can establish people as an authority in their field, increasing awareness and accelerating brand growth. Podcasts allow you to grow your brand exponentially when used as a platform to share your value. The mistake most people make is using podcasts transactionally. So we're going to get into that. This limits opportunities to make lucrative connections that can that can impact brand growth. So this is this entire conversation is going to be two podcast nerds really going at it today. And it's going to be so much fun. So Jason, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Jeff, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm a big fan of your show and everything you do in the podcast space. And I'm looking forward to geeking out with you today. All right. Thank you so much. So listen, I, um, I, you know, I talk with a lot of people about their journeys. Like, uh, you know, in the pre-call, we were talking a little bit about mine. I outlined my, my podcasting journey earlier in, in this, uh, in this podcast series. So anyone can go back and go listen to that if they want. I'm not going to bore you with that here. I would like to learn a little bit about yours. How, what is your background and how did you become so awesome at make on helping people launch their podcasts? Well, it started for me back in college. I had my own radio show and really fell in love with the audio medium. I had an absolute blast doing that. And Fast forward several years, I didn't do, I, I lightly tried to pursue doing radio as a career, but it didn't pan out. And I did many different things. And then when podcasting was really starting to become a thing, my buddy and I were kicking around some ideas about what we should do for a podcast. And would it even make sense? Because, you know, we're always talking about great things, but we just never record it, right? So we ended up starting up a, a beer podcast. And we did that for a while. And pretty much got that as far as we could take it. And then lives and schedules took over and it just wasn't top priority. And I, I learned a lot. I mean, we got to meet some incredible people and I learned the power of having a plan and going into your podcasting with realistic expectations and having a foundation on which to build. So after that podcast ran its course, I started another one and in the midst of doing that, I discovered that I love podcasting. This is where I really want to be. But I want to get better at this. I really want to have a full understanding of how this platform works, why this medium is so powerful, and why so many people are beginning to gravitate to it. So I shut down that podcast and just studied for a year and a half, listened to other podcasts. I 
listen to radio personalities. I watch newscasters and people on television, how they deliver their message, how they spoke to others when they were conducting interviews. And I took a lot of mental notes. And when I was doing all that, I was wearing an analytical cap. I wasn't trying to be entertained. I was really trying to dig into how they were projecting their message and how they were talking to others through the camera or into the microphone. And I didn't plan for a year and a half. That was just how long it ended up being before I jumped back in and started another podcast. And I instantly felt more successful because I had prepared myself. I had discovered my own voice. I had learned some interview techniques that I was able to utilize. And that morphed into helping others right before the pandemic. I had a friend come to me wanting to start a podcast And when I explained to him everything that went into developing and growing a podcast, he realized it was more work than he could take on himself. So he asked if actually I said to him, well, why don't we partner and I can help you with a lot of these back end tasks, post-production, putting marketing assets together, things of that nature. And he loved the idea and we got started and that just morphed over the years into helping others do the same. Plus I was helping people find good podcasts to make guest appearances on because in my opinion, this platform is the ultimate stage to build your personal brand because you can do so much in regards to storytelling and connecting with audiences and networking with the people that you're collaborating with. So for me, that was really what got me even more entrenched in this space and I'm living and breathing it every day. And I love every second of it. Amazing. What a great story. You know, what's it, you know, I've had several parallels to, um, you know, to your story. First of all was in terms of the planning, right? Because I knew when I was planning mine, if you want to call it a plan, I think it was more, I think it was more about format, right? You know, it's like planning, you know, listen, just turn on the mic and record, right? You don't, you know, if if I needed to distill it down to something, you know, just turn it on and, you know, lay down a track. But, um, in terms of coming up with a format, something that you could consistently do that gives you enough structure that you're able to create a consistent product, talking to you, McDonald's, right? Because, you know, they create the exact same product, whether you're in Miami or whether you're in Portland, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also have it wide enough so that it can accommodate, you know, almost whatever niche you throw at it. Right. So that was really my Genesis for, you know, for the one big tip. And what happens is that when you start thinking about it in those terms, then it just makes everything else easy. Right. And it took me a good long time, you know, to figure out what that format was, how to distill it down to it's, you know, just so I can make it, you know, easy enough to onboard people, you know, to, all right, here's what to expect from the show. Right. And one of the things I found was, yeah, you're right. There are, there are a good number of steps that need to happen for each and every episode in order to push them live. If you want to push them live, you know, if you want to push them live with a quality product, Mm -hmm. when you are, uh, when you are talking with people about, uh, about podcasts and getting them excited about the idea, what kind of challenges do you, uh, do you find, or what kind of misconceptions do you have to deal with when you're trying to educate someone, but they're just not seeing the light at least yet? How does that look in your world? I feel that because I'm so entrenched in this medium that my level of excitement is always going to be higher. And 
therefore I have to bring myself down a little bit and understand that yes, many people may want to start a podcast and the idea seems extremely sexy, but it's still not the top priority in their world. So it really comes down to talking about this as a content strategy, as a personal branding strategy, these are both important elements, no matter what you're doing. So if you are in the financial space, if you're in the beer space where I was before, if you're doing any mode of work in the world, your personal is going to be the powerful asset that you have. And you need to be able to tell that story to the world. And the best way to do that, in my opinion, is through the podcasting platform. So getting people to understand that you're not just starting a podcast for the sake of starting a podcast. This is going to serve a purpose for your brand. This is going to elevate your message. This is going to establish your authority in your niche. The more people that hear your voice on a podcast, whether you're starting your own show or you're appearing as a guest on established shows that align with your mission and your message, when people hear your voice, and they resonate with your message, that's going to trigger them to follow you into your world. So taking advantage of a giveaway that you may have to offer or checking out a landing page on your site so they can opt in and get great tips through email from you. Whatever your basis of bringing a lead into your orbit and then nurturing them to the point that they become a customer and an advocate, it's huge. The podcast space can deliver that and you have to make people understand, at least that's how I feel, is making people understand that it's not just about starting a podcast, it's what that podcast is going to serve for your brand and what it's going to bring to you in terms of long-term results. You know, I, I like how you brought up that point because there are a number of ways that you can, uh, you know, that you can make this happen, right? And one of the most important ones I think are using your podcast as a lead generation tool, whether organically or overtly. Right. So what happens is, you know, like uh, there are a lot of people, it, you know, that at least come across my desk, you know, it just seems that they want to, they want to create a podcast because, you know, like they've gone through X trauma, you know, in their life and now they want to talk about it. And, you know, that's great. Um, you know, I'm, I, I have nothing against a mental health podcast, just that it's not really going to make any money. Right. And that's what I think people need to understand is that, okay, you know, if you are going to do this for altruistic um, reasons, then great, you know, please, you know, go ahead and do it, but just keep in mind you are self-funding this. Right. Whereas if you're doing this on a, you know, on the business side, if you're doing this to increase leads for your agency, if you're doing this to increase your network, then there is no better tool, hands down. And the example I usually give is, you know, Jason, you and I probably run in similar circles. We probably would like to go to similar conventions. If you and I were to meet at a traffic and conversions conference, I would probably get 90 seconds of your time and maybe a business card if you had one, right? You know, I'm dating myself Mm -hmm. now because I used to carry a business card, right? And what happens is, you know, that's fine, Right. You know, Hey, I got to meet you. I got to meet you. Cool guy, whatever. But I only got 90 seconds with you now. Mm-hmm. When you meet somebody in this format, you know, like you and I are spending the better part of an hour where we are going to be talking about, uh, about our interests that are mutually aligned. And that is actually the win-win situation that this, the, that this format creates. You're going to be having these sales calls anyways. 
might as well record them. Right. You know, and so, and for everyone listening, you know, if Jason and I decide to partner and go into business together or whatever, great. You know, this is how we met. Right. But if we don't, the worst case scenario, the worst, this is, this is the worst case scenario, right. Is that we made great content. Right. right. And exactly when right. you, when you think about it in those terms, it's like your imperative changes. Like you need to be doing something like this, right? Because what it does is that, you know, if you're just, you know, if for every sales call you're dry, you, if you're one of those people that prides yourself on, on being the person that drops value bombs and gives incredible value. Okay. Now pay me $10,000 because I'm going to help you implement it. There's no better platform out there than this, right? Cause all you're doing all day, every day is just dropping it and you're sharing it. You're sharing it in the world. And, um, sure. so one of the things I would like to understand, you know, what has been your experience with helping people grow their authority using this medium? Like, how do you see, you know, like a, a, like a digital marketing agency or an author or a coach using this format in order to gain more business? It starts with rooting their message and value and finding the right podcasts that make sense for their mission and their message. Because you could go on podcast tours and go on every single show that will bring you on. But if those podcasts aren't producing content that align with your mission, your message, and your overall brand objectives, you're not going to be speaking to an audience that's going to be receptive to your message. You know, I always say if you're in the financial space and you go on a fantasy football podcast, you may have some good things to say and maybe even a few good insights about fantasy football, but for the most part, your expertise is in the financial space and that audience is showing up to hear fantasy football advice. So they're not going to resonate with your message and therefore your time isn't going to be well spent on a podcast like that. So you need to find shows that are tightly defined. They have an audience that is coming to that podcast for a specific reason. And this is where a lot of people get thrown off in regards to going on podcasts as a guest. If you are looking to find the biggest audience in the world or go on a show that says, oh, well, we get 50,000 downloads. And if, if you have this arbitrary number of what needs to be the audience size in order for you to go on there, you're missing opportunities because even the smallest audiences can deliver opportunities if you have a good message and a powerful, compelling story to tell. As Pat Flynn says, there's riches in the niches. And it's incredibly important to understand with your story that you go on the right show and then you utilize your platform as, as, as much as you possibly can. So it's not just showing up to have an interview and to talk for half an hour. It's about building a relationship with those people you're collaborating with because you never know. You may be able to create networking opportunities or monetization opportunities, I should say, before your interview even goes live. Because if they are in need of what you have, they may buy from you, the hosts and producers of that show. Or they may have two or three people in their circle who say, you know, this was really good. I'm going to share this information with my people now because I think they can really benefit from this. That can help you grow before your interview even goes live to the world. So being an asset, positioning yourself as a resource for podcasters before, during, and after the interview. That's the only way to fly and the only way to really 
see results in this space. Because if you don't take time to network, if you don't take time to find shows that have that audience that will respond, and then people that are hosting those shows have them respond to you as well, it's very tough to gain traction. That's just the guest side. We could go a whole nother direction with hosting your own show as well. But that's an incredibly important aspect to this whole game is understanding who you're talking to and building a niche that's going to help you grow in the right space. So how do you help people overcome the, uh, the fear factor of becoming internet famous, right? You know, I tell people all the time, I'm no Joe Rogan, right? Spotify is not going to throw eight figures my way. You know, it's just not going to happen. It's not what I'm shooting for. Uh, and also, you know, and I'll be the first one to tell you this. I have no idea what my download numbers are. I have no idea. I don't look at them. You know, I rarely look at those statistics. They're so irrelevant to me. Mm -hmm. And what I was like, go ahead, Jeff. No, I was just going to say that with the, um, uh, you know, that with these numbers, really what it is, is that while we both care deeply about the audience and about who's listening, which is why we take the time to make a distinct and professional product, it is not about whether we get 100 listeners or 1,000 listeners or 10,000 listeners, you know, to, right. uh, to that particular episode. Uh, my why, for example, has to do with the people that I'm going to meet. It has to do with the networking opportunities and the potential partnerships that we can put together. And that is the part that I cannot evangelize loud enough anymore, right? Because what a lot of people, what a lot of businesses need to understand is, you know, like your costs for, for lead acquisition are constantly going up, you know, like uh, Facebook ads used to be dirt cheap. Now they're, now they're much more expensive. Facebook is charging you a lot more in order to get that lead over to your, you know, over to your funnel than before Google is already astronomically expensive. I mean, you really do need a strong and consistent budget in order to make those, um, in order to make those mediums work for you. But what happens is with just a little bit of hustling and actually I don't even feel that this is a hustle because I already have all the systems set up for me to onboard somebody who's going to, you know, interview on the podcast. I'm just like, yeah, is this someone I want to talk to? Yes or no. And then once I hit yes, then the whole thing just takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would like to learn from you is a little bit, a little bit of a case study, right? T- uh, tell us a little bit about a, about a client that you had that maybe had a podcast before, but it wasn't working for them or they had to start new. And what, what result were you able to bring them by helping them establish themselves on this new medium? I think the best story I can tell is from the guest side and, and helping someone find good shows. And for me, again, going back to what we were talking about just a second ago with download numbers for my own show, that's an irrelevant metric to me because that's not why I'm building my podcast. My show is all about finding people just like you, Jeff, have great conversations with and worst case scenario is that we created great content together. Best cases, a lot of wonderful opportunities open up. So when I'm looking for shows for, for people that I work with to appear on, it's also not about download metrics. It doesn't, I I don't, if they have a huge number, that's great. It's still about what the audience is going to bring and being purposeful in the process of finding shows that, 
not only have an audience that's in the wheelhouse of a of my client, but also the host. Are they in the wheelhouse? And I had a client that ended up that worked out perfectly to where I got her on a show and. At, as the interview was unfolding, the host realized she needed the service as well and ended up getting into business with her. So she was able to monetize that interview the second it ended. That to me is huge. And that is why I preach so strongly finding the right podcast to make guest appearances on. Because again, you can go on shows all day, every day. There's a few million podcasts out there. But if they don't align with what you're doing, then it really makes no sense. All you're going to get is practice. Practice is great, and that helps you become more confident, but practice in front of the audience that you want to make an impact on. So that's probably the best story I can tell. The power of finding the right podcast and having a good, strong message and connecting with that host and having that chemistry. And it works both ways because if you're on the host side and you're treating it as nothing more than a transaction, and you don't want to have a relationship go any further than that interview, you can feel that. That comes through the microphone, and then that projects to the audience, and they're listening, and they can feel that there's really no chemistry. There's no spark there, and the conversation falls flat because of it. Amazing. What a great insight. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Jason, can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about your company, and how can they reach out to you directly? Visit me at jasoncircone.com and I'll also have a page for this podcast specifically, jasoncircone.com slash one big tip. And on that page, you can get access to a masterclass that I put together called five things that people fail to do before becoming a podcast guest. And it's just some insights on things that just from listening to podcasts myself, I hear guests drop the ball in these areas and there's a lot of things they're missing out on because they're not taking advantage of these specific initiatives. And if you really drill down to what you can get from each and every interview and you treat the podcast platform and the people that are collaborating with you with respect, sky is the limit. So I highly encourage everyone to join me there. And while you're on my site, feel free to grab a beer, remove your shoes, take a look around and you never know what you might find. Amazing. Jason. Thank you for joining me today. It's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you taking the time to nerd out on this stuff. So I really appreciate you dropping these bombs. Thank you for joining me. Thanks, Jeff. Much appreciated. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable one big tip, please go to onebigtip.com guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? 
The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.